And we're back. We're back. Yeah. Welcome to Life on the Vine here in the Hannah C. Howard studio. I'm Jackson. And I'm Dan. And today we are talking about consumerism. So last week, last time, we were talking about basic needs being provided by a society, by businesses, uh, so that people can flourish on the, on the basic level. They can have food, they can have housing, they can have the basic necessities of life. And that's kind of consumption. And then we get into consumerism, which is about uh, not satisfying necessarily basic needs, but is about the acquisition of things and how those things in some sense make us feel, right? It's, it's almost a, it's an, maybe like an emotional high from the acquisition of things that becomes more the consumer mindset versus just a mindset of, okay, I need this for my life. I, I, need, I need food on the table, but that moves beyond that to another level. So, okay, this week we are talking about what do Christians do in this sort of a world? We live, we'll see what the next you know, political cycle does, but currently we live in a capitalistic consumerist society. Right. That could change. Yeah. That's where we live right now. So we live in a society in a world built on buying, selling, consuming. Mm-hmm. We've talked about there's some elements of that that are probably good. Yeah. And there's creation of jobs. There's the ability to you know, thrive and flourish. And there's these things do help us meet needs sometimes. But we've also talked about the darker edge. And it can easily take over our desires and our wants and get twisted and all that sort of thing. So how do Christians kind of step into this sort of a world? How, how do we step into a consumerist world and live as agents of the kingdom? Well, we're screwed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... Good. Um, Sorry, guys. We got no answers. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I mean, in a sense, uh, I, I say that kind of, um, I don't know, tongue-in-cheek, tongue but... Uh, in a sense, you know, w- we have to recognize that we're kind of up against it. You know, we're up yeah. against, I think that that's kind of the first step is realizing, um, realizing our desires for what they are and are they mm. ours and are they misplaced? Mm. Um, and also realizing, and I, and I think that this is you know, this isn't even a um, inherently Christian idea. Um, I think that the larger society also grasps onto this idea. But just because everyone else is doing it, does that make it right? You know, and I think that as Christians, we are also called to evaluate yeah. things in that. But just because society says that this is right, are we also supposed to, as Christians, are we supposed to just go along with some of these things? Um, but I think, you know, I, I kind of came into this conversation with that question too. What are we supposed to, as Christians, what are we supposed to do to lead the way? Cause it seems like we should be leading, mm-hmm. um, the way in this, yeah. not to be anti-consumers, but to consume responsibly or right, consume right. in a way that is not preoccupied with acquisition of things or is not deriving yeah. value and self-esteem right, uh, right. and self-worth um, from from material goods. But 
it's kind of hard as the church or it's kind of hard to pass that message on for me to middle schoolers when we're walking from the church building to the powerhouse and we're crossing a parking lot full of really nice expensive cars. So I I mean how yeah. are we yeah. leading the way or are we not are we falling into the same trap as the church? Yeah. I don't know. Help me. Help me. Yeah. No, these are great questions. Well, and, and I think there are kind of a, a few different questions and, and rabbit trails that you could go down in yeah. this conversation. Because, you know, w- one would be to me just what sort of consumers are we? And are we, I, I think the value question are, are we consumers that place value in what we consume and find value in what we consume? Which I think is a very quote-unquote worldly way of thinking mm-hmm. so if i have the latest greatest if i have uh this size of house if i have this sort of a car if i you know am able to buy these sorts of suits whatever it is then i've sort of made it i've mm-hmm. achieved i i have um i have found value in those things and 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 that is easy to fall into i think it's also easy to critique as christians and yeah. it's easy, easy to say at least that's not what God calls us to. Our value is in Christ. Our value is in who we are as his children. And it's not in stuff. And that, that's not a mindset we should have. So that, that's sort of a, maybe a, an easier one to answer, harder to live, but easy to answer. I think mm-hmm. then on the other hand, you might have just sort of the question of, you know, what can we consume? And is there, is there a right or wrong? And we think, I think about... You know, so we may not say, okay, we're not buying a bigger house so that we can keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. But is there an amount of money that is too consumptive? <laughs> you know, where you say like, okay, I don't need that, so I'm not going to buy it. Or, you know, should you get a Chevy or should you get a Beamer? And what makes one is more expensive than the other, one's a better car than the other. And at what point does it become a negative consumption versus just a, this is something that I can afford and, and I want this and so I'm going to do it. And h- how do we think through those sorts of questions as, as Christians? Yeah. Um, and, and I think it's, it's not, that's hard because it's not necessarily going to be universal. Yeah. I think that you, um, you, you uh, are touching on something that's, really important because it isn't universal now i think that because it's not universal it's really easy for us to uh, grab a hold of that ourselves to grab a hold of that and be able to use that in justifying how i spend my money and why i spend my money on what i spend it on but i also think that what is going to be a preoccupation for you is not necessarily going to be a preoccupation for me i think that there are probably some general things and rules that we should not be spending our money on or that we should not be consuming as Christians that that is inherently against the kingdom right right right. so but then there's these other things that have to do with what has God called me to Mm -hmm. um what is God calling my family to what is God calling our specific church our body yeah to and realizing that there are even consumptions of goods that need to go on to make a 
church operate. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. So yeah. is that that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. But right. what is extra because we can and what is needed for the purposes of what we're right. doing and what we're called to do. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I think we're, I mean, and we'll, I think we're in some ways getting into other territory of, yeah. of, of money yeah. and how do we spend money? And I think we want, we want to have that conversation too. And, um, but I, I think your, your point's well taken. And, and I think too, going back to the idea of consumerism, not just being about stuff, because I think that that's, it's easy to kind of pull out how much are we spending and, but I think about two consuming experiences, and and I think about something. The gossip. Just gonna, mm. So, you know, we can be consumers of of gossip. We can be consumers of sort of this relational what's going on in people's lives. And did you hear what happened to this person? Did you hear what happened to this person? And it can be about celebrities. It can be about you know people that rule in Europe, or or it can be about people in the church. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we can, you know, I think we can, there's a lot of different ways in which we can become consumers. And I think, and maybe one of the things for me that with that, when we think about consumerism and as Christians is we need to think about the relational impact and, and the, yeah. the personal impact that it, that it has. So, you know, in, in that instance, in terms of like gossip or kind of consuming information about other yeah. people that can be really destructive you know if we're not yeah it can be destructive in the same way that consuming products consuming stuff can also it, it can be beneficial when it's you know it can be, there's relationships that happen there and mm-hmm. there's supporting businesses but also it can be destructive based on maybe where the products come from or um if you know, you talked about marketing and if you're trying to sell something to people and sort of taking advantage of them or selling something that they don't need. And if there's a lack of education about this product or, you know what? So I think there's yeah. that that personal element as Christians, we have to be very aware of um, is, is what is the impact on people, on, on people that God created, that God loves. And is our consumption um, taking away from their life in some capacity yeah and we're getting down to the meat of consumerism here because now we have deviated from the path of materialism most of what right. we've talked about before has been tied to a good right, right right and you talked about experiences but some of those experiences were still tied to a good now we're talking about relationally here right we are right. consuming gossip that is hurtful to relationships we can consume relationships and not be on the giving end of that we oh, can that's good yeah you know we can consume religious goods and services and right. you know we're, right. you, you, we talked about being called into community that's part of being um uh, a christian that is part of what christ has called us to is to do life together and to serve one another right but if we're just being the beneficiaries mm. of the quote-unquote, religious goods and services, are we worshiping? Are mm. we really being the church? Are we being, um, are we following Christ's and his call yeah. on on our lives? Or are we just merely taking um, a worship service uh, and 
and saying, oh, that was good. Uh, checking that off the list. I'm good with God now. And now, now my consumption of a religious good or service is now getting in the way of me and my relationship with God, because now I'm a, I'm for that consumption of the religious good or service is taking the place of grace yeah. is taking the place. Yeah. Um, it, it, and I'm putting my value in the attendance of church or the attendance of worship or in doing X, Y, or Z for the church or having X, Y, or Z done for me at the church. And that's replacing my relationship with God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and going back again to one of your early definitions about the, you know, kind of consumerism and being the consumption of goods and services for personal use. I think when we come to the church, there's nothing that we do is really for the, for the point of personal use. There is personal benefit and we are called to a personal relationship with God, but in terms of, of using something, the point is never to use it for ourselves. The point is always primarily, first and foremost, God's glory. And that's always something that is supposed to be preeminent. The Westminster Shorter Catechism says, what is the chief end of humanity? It's to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. So that should be always in our mind as, as the chief end of what we're, why we come and, and what's our lives as Christians is, is God's glory. And then secondary to that would be the community and the, the good of the community. And I think that's where this this mindset can be really dangerous and detrimental to, to the church is when we come in and think it's all about us. Even implicitly, we don't we would never say that, and we don't even necessarily think that, but I think that it's sort of an implicit understanding that we can carry with us from the world if we're not careful that mm-hmm. this is about us. And this is about me, and this is about my walk of faith, and this is how this is going to better me as a person. And kind of it's sort of what can Jesus do for me instead of Jesus has done this for me on the cross and what, how am I called to respond again? It's, it's, is it our kingdom or is it God's kingdom? Yeah. Going back to our first couple podcasts. Boy, if that doesn't get you, I don't know. And that's the hard part is that we are in this world, but we're not of it. And so how, how do we, how do we drown the noise mm. of society how how do we um kind of resist the winds of the world right the things that are pushing us one way or another or the voices that are calling us yeah to be like what we see um and i think that that's the challenge yeah. i th- i think that the challenge is to take god at his word hmm. um and um, we talked about it a little bit today. Of uh, that's why I, I love the song uh, "Abide with Me." You know, I know you love that song I as do well. Love that song. It's a great one. Um, I come back to it time and time again, uh, and that's part of what we're trying to get at with this um, with this podcast. Is is "Abide with Me"? The song is is taken from John fifteen. And, and being grafted into the vine that, right. that we right. we are nothing apart from Christ that that apart from the true vine apart from being from him we are cast out and thrown into the fire we are dead yeah. the the branch that isn't connected to the vine is dead it doesn't produce any fruit yeah so it it's 
this call and this reminder of um, thou who changest not. Mm. Um, and and w- when the world around us is changing or it's calling us to more and better and, you know, is it really more or better? Yeah. Or is yeah. the creator calling us to truth that hasn't changed? Right, right. Um, I think of the line in the song, hold the last verse, hold thou thy cross before my closing eyes. You know, in life, in death, abide with me. And that, and that, that whole idea is when we, you know, this, this, this idea, and, and Bonhoeffer talks about community being in and through Jesus Christ. But when we look at the world, when we, what's our lens? You know, how are we looking? And we look at faith, what's our lens? And the invitation of that song, the invitation, I think, of the gospel is to have the cross be our lens. You know, to have Jesus and what Jesus has done be be what we are looking through when we see the world that enables us to evaluate the world and evaluate what the world wants and desires and what it's inviting us to want and desire and let let Christ be the yeah what we're what we're looking through be the lens that that shapes our vision and I, I it's a great yeah I lo- love that song great song and that that line always sticks with me yeah and I think that when we get down to it you know we've we've defined a lot of terms we've looked at uh, what society is actually um, kind of what we're up against as Christians um, from an economic standpoint in, you know, um, materialism going along with consumerism um, and kind of this cycle of, of business and marketing and consumption and business and marketing and consumption and kind of this arms race into the next biggest and best thing. But we've also looked at um, um, consumption of, relationships and experience and uh, kind of consumerism getting to the heart of what are actually needs Mm -hmm. and kind of skewing those needs. And I think the way that we can really kind of get to the heart in our own lives and personally in our lives to dissect kind of straight through this Mm -hmm. consumerism is, is look at our life in general, or you can look at a particular um, want or desire or need and to place it in perspective, say, is Jesus enough? Hmm. Consumerism is all about more, 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 more. Always, you know, the preoccupation of consumption. Yeah. So is Jesus enough? Do I need more on top of this? Yeah. Can this be beneficial? Yes. Do I need it? Is Jesus enough? Yeah. And I think that when we then observe through that lens, that's where it kind of, we kind of talked about that it it can be a little bit um, different for you and different for me of what it is that we become preoccupied with or what kind of, and using some other terms, what our idols are. Yeah. Because you may be more into the Apple Watch and I may be more into you know, being able to consume sports or experiences, yeah. you know? So Jackson, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a galaxy guy. I mean, I know <laughs> me <Yeah>. too. <laughs> That's why we're picking on. Apple. That's why we're picking on Apple. Yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah, I think that's, that's a brilliant question. Is Jesus enough? Um, I just might add to that. Consuming and the consumerist mindset and this is true, I think, of any relationship that we bring that mindset into and I'll, I'll focus in on our relationship with Jesus, but it makes it an uh, I-it relationship. 
and if anyone out there that's read Martin Buber's uh, I and Thou, the idea of when we come into a relationship, we're both we're both subjects, you know, and it's easy to make people objects instead of subjects. And Jesus invites us into a true relationship and once sees us as, as, as individuals, as people, as, as subjects, but he's also a subject. And it's easy to come into a relationship with Jesus and make Jesus an object, you know? And, and that's when we're consuming Jesus, when we're using Jesus as a means to an end, we're objectifying Jesus. And I think that's what also a consumerist mindset can do because that's the way we interact with products is they're objects, mm-hmm. you know? that are either good or bad for us, but they're objects. And that's, that's not, that's not relational, you know? Yeah. So anytime we, yeah. we fall into that with people, anytime we fall into that with Jesus, we've missed it. And I think that's another sort of invitation to, th- to consider is, is Jesus enough? And what sort of a relationship do we have an I, thou, a subject, subject relationship with Jesus? Or is it a subject object or, you know, are we, are we using Jesus or do we actually have a relationship with Jesus? Boom. Boom. Well, I think that, you know, I could say that we tackled the idea of consumerism. I don't know that we answered any questions, which is not the point of this podcast, but it is merely to get us thinking, to open up the can of worms, Yeah, to be able to, have a dialogue back and forth of saying, you know, what does it mean to be in Christ, to live life in Christ? Um, So if you have any questions on um, consumerism or maybe you as a consumer, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, Maybe how you um, consume things. If you are a consumer of experience more than you are a consumer of, uh, of goods, or maybe if you're a consumer of, religious goods and services and and maybe how we can trans transition from being a consumer to being in relationship that our life with jesus personally but also through the church is not a a um it's not an objectified relationship here it's not a one-way street but it's it's a relationship um and there is give and take there are things that we are called to do we are called to service so um, I hope we made you think. Uh, I know you made me think, Dan. Likewise, uh, Jackson. You know, and uh, the benefit we have is that we're verbal processors and we're the ones with the mic. So we get <laughs> to, you know, you get to come along with us for the ride as we process through these uh, um, these different ideas and thoughts. Yeah. And there's a lot of these topics that we'll look forward to exploring a little more in depth and some of these issues around economics and money and, and relationships too. I mean, we're going we're gonna to tackle those more so if you were hoping that we'd go further down some of those rabbit trails maybe you weren't but if you were uh stay tuned stay tuned more is coming and we'd love to hear from you again um on some different ideas if you have some ideas of of thoughts that you'd like for us to in different rabbit trails for us to go down uh we're all about it so hit us up give us your ideas and we'll see you next time we won't see you we'll talk to you next time We really need to sign off. I know, we really do. <laughs> we need some sort of consistent. Yeah. From the Hannessy Howard Studio, I'm Dan. 
and I'm Jackson, and this is Life on the Vine. It's good enough. It's good. How long? That was way more than 20 minutes.